catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You are tuned into three-time National Poetry Award-winning POET Radio. This is your Monday night, Voices Behind the Tens. We are hosted this evening by our sister Natalie Shields, brother Rob the Poet. This is Misconception, and of course, none other than the outstanding, phenomenal CEO and founder of POET, Black Eyes. How is everyone doing this evening? I'm going to check in with the team one at a, one at a time. Sis Natalie, what's happening? Sounds fabulous. I'm doing really good, just in a relaxed mode. All right, all right. That's what's going on. Glad to hear that. Glad to have you here with us. And Brother Rob, Thanks. what's up in your neck of the woods and stuff? <laughs> it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. It's a beautiful thing. Chilling, chilling like a mug, man. I missed out last week. I did 12 hours, came home, laid down at 8.30. Next thing I woke up, it's morning. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but uh, I'm in the house today, and it's a beautiful thing. That's what's up. Glad to have you here with us, Brother Rob, and uh, so glad you at least got your rest. We want you to always be safe and healthy, so good job on that. And Black Ice, I'm going to check in with you because uh, you guys hear me. I'm doing good. As long as I'm awake, I'm here to change. I am super-duper. What's up, Black Ice? I am um, I am awesome on this Monday night. This is November the 9th, and we are already at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. We've been consistently running this show every Monday, and just think about coming on the same spot every Monday night, giving you this spoken word in and out all year. That's called mm-hmm. consistency, y'all. That's called consistency, and that's what that's what's missing a lot in the art genre of spoken word. Some people come on the scene, they get real hot for the first six months or even 12 months, and then they just disappear off the Mm -hmm. scene. And then they wonder why they got to start all over from scratch, making themselves a name, making themselves a reputation. Somebody then already came and took your spot. So the word tonight is going to be consistency. It's one thing to be talented. It's one thing to be gifted. But it's another thing to be consistent. You don't even have to be the best. But if you're consistent, a consistent, mediocre individual would be more successful than a temporary, very talented individual. Remember Mm. that. Mm. Remember that. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and kick off our host speed round. I'm going to go ahead to Misconception. You go ahead and give the order, and uh, we'll go from there. Absolutely. And the order for this evening's host speed round will be Natalie Shields, Brother Rob the Poet, followed by myself and Black Ice. Let's do it, sis. All right. All right. Hold my hand, Mama, and walk with me through the pastures. Your touch is for real. I know I'm taken care of. Hold me on your back, Mama. I'm all yours. Forgive me if I'm too heavy. It's not the physical weight, but my spiritual being. 
Hold my hand, mama, and tell me I'm yours. Before you owned your own house, you had me. They said you couldn't do it, raise someone else's child, but you were plenty. Why do fantasy stories feature glass slippers instead of wedding rings? That's your reality, mama. It ain't a fantasy, but a part life gave you. You held my hand, mama, when I was barely life, but then I saw you in that hospital bed. No much bigger than a baby, mama. You were so sick, you didn't even know you were suffering. Where's my glass slipper? I didn't order no ring, but Walt Disney didn't direct my life. It ain't no fantasy, because in this life, we all know glass slippers do break like my heart did. I didn't want you to go, mama. I held your hand, mama. This ain't no fantasy, mama, because fantasies are not for real. But the love I have for you is real, mama. It's the movie that never goes off. It's reality. You were sleeping, mama. Machines breathing for you, for you were very much alive. This ain't for class, but I learned a history lesson because it's repeated itself. I was your baby, mama. I stood over you, mama. They said you were already gone, but God had your back. You were warm in your bed alone in your sleep, but accompanied by our presence. I held your hand, Mama. Walk with you to death, Mama. There was no sad songs playing. This ain't for entertainment. I am with you, Mama. You were bigger than your last days, greater than your pain. I didn't give you the bottle like you gave to me, but I gave you medicine. I didn't read you bedtime stories, but gave you poetry. I didn't pick you up, but I held your hand. My last words to you were, thanks for raising me. I love you. You're greater than a fantasy. That's what you mean to me, Mama. You can't break because you ain't made of glass. But dreams like a wedding ring, Mama. This ain't the end, but it's like Genesis. I wasn't a believer until I read it. Because the beginning is you, Mama. Thanks for being there, here, always. This one's for you, Mama. Brother Rob? Let me tell you all about a blessing, not hardly a curse. A story about a little girl born and bred here on the planet Earth. The U.S. has a need for greed. Lord knows they need to stop it. Built on Christian principles, yet practicing the opposite. She comes from the church family. Y'all know the rules. Sunday church, junior usher, junior choir, and Sunday school. So as time went on, girlfriend grew. And she knew there had to be more to life than just church and school. See, when it came to schoolwork, of course she came correct. She figured her personal life was filled with loneliness and neglect. She couldn't see all the blessings around her here on earth. All she saw was evil and labeled everything a curse. She wanted to leave the world that was entirely too much sin, so she closed her eyes to let the fantasy begin. And out of the body experiences what she had, friends, anchored only by the thread that has no end. She grew wings. She took flight, flying to the highest heights through the Earth's atmosphere where there's little to no sunlight. No wind beneath her wings. She flew as far as she could go, ending up on a spot called Pluto. But Pluto was a little too cold, too far from the sun. She said, this might not be the spot. Let's try another one. She went to Uranus but couldn't find the center. She only saw the sign that read, do not enter. Searching for something on Saturn, she never found it. A very strange place. No wonder they had rings around it. Neptune and Jupiter didn't have what she needed. Man, she went to Mars, got so dry. 
drunk and weeded, she had to leave. Couldn't lay that way, and she wasn't too sure about coming back to celebrate her birthday. Venus, the planet of love, of course, she went there gladly. Unfortunately, she left a single parent with no baby daddy. Mercury was too hot, just a little too close to the sun, and now she's right back on Earth where she started off from. The way I'm seeing it, y'all, every th- everybody wants something that somebody else got. Is this the definition between the haves and the have-nots? The material things define what we achieve are material and spiritual ever interweaved. These were her questions. She's trying to live realistic, but what she's looking for, dear family, is not materialistic. She believes totally in the power of the divine, and the kingdom of heaven is what she was trying to find. She couldn't find it in the stars and the clouds, nowhere out there in the galaxy. Then finally, she looked back down into her spirituality. She asked God to help shelter her from this evil world of sin. Then the Savior intervened and said, Dear child, the kingdom of heaven is within. In peace. I have walked through the valley of the struggle of the streets. Consumed, even though they tried to keep it away from me, the Chi-Town-born native of Englewood also misunderstood misconception of expectation and still one of the most mistaken. I walked softly, though leaving a heavy footprint in the street. I have traveled through the shadows several times and the end of times, and even the wretched hand of death have tried to visit me. Many hear the stories and try to diagnose some wishing digression on me, not seeing the realness of the spirit that roams free in me. I have survived the capture of damages that dressed and have undressed me, giving my best to try to create an undying legacy, challenge and triumph together encompass me. I celebrate on the outside, and most time my stresses express me. Doing my best, but challenges still test me. I have a life of survival, although survival sometimes outlasts and has survived me. Power within, coming from the depths of spirituality, mixing in with the secrets that lie in the depths of my being, I write me often, and sometimes in quiet song as I weather raging storms and still offer the presentation of charm and a certain mysticism. Never ready to be guard down, raw and exposed, that leaves a wealth of stories untold. Expressions misread, unclear of anything except what goes through the landmines and the traps set in my head. Sounding like chaos and finesse, saddled up and riding through confusion and distress. A willing soldier struggling through all of this mess. This is a melody of a triumph, a story untold. So misread and so much woven into each fold. It is the only hopes of this born woman warrior that the purpose is documented and that you'll retell history through her story, my story. Tell them I triumph through trial and that love is my message. Having given so much, even handing out all of my blessings, all mental and spiritual, even the testimony of lessons, I passed on hope and meaningful legacy. My words, my life, my heart, my word, and all of my truth is spoken through the artistry of my poetry. And that's that piece. As I sit and stare between these bars and think about my life and the many mistakes that I made. I just hope that he hears this as I ask him for forgiveness all those lonely nights that I lay and I prayed. Is there a reason for this confinement? Is my life the price that I must pay? See, I want to atone for my sins, but I don't know where to begin. Tell me, is there anything that I can do or I can say? See, I don't understand, man. I love this girl. She was like my sister, my boy, my best friend. The closest thing to me, I felt love, but never judged. But I just got to tell you how the story all begins. And there was a spiritual connection. Although I must admit I had feelings, but since she was involved, I just couldn't find the nerve. But this guy, he mistreated her, and and at times he would beat on her. But to me, she was a queen, and he could never give her what she deserved. I felt all of her hurt and pain, but there was only one man to blame because it was his hands, his knuckles, and his fist. 
or was it a two-way street? But my girl was so sweet, I had to ask her, baby, why you, why you stay put up with this shit? See, the reality was she was afraid to leave, and there were questions in my mind. Do you really want to go? You know how y'all feel obligated to stay, although your feelings are going away? But it's one thing he should know you reap what you sow. Now, while he was doing all of his lines, she was calling me crying, asking me what I thought it was that she should do. But there were some things she had to see that Black Ice wouldn't be able to show her besides the answer to these questions she already knew. See, her only choices were the ones that she would choose, and I just couldn't bear to see her face bruised and abused. Friend, man, I refused to lose. And just to think of her neglected. And all the times that this nigga disrespected my help rejected, but baby, I can't protect you if you don't want to be protected. Tell me what is it going to take for you to remove the veil from in front of your face and see that when he was locked up, Queen Amina, this this was the only time that she had a feeling of being free until she met me and I gave her inspiration to breathe again and the faith to resist. See, Natalie, I told her to pray for the strength to walk away because I just couldn't keep seeing her going through this shit. And now one day had passed before another call came. Now everybody's involved, including your mama. I called her up and I told her, listen, baby, I'm on my way over. But now when I come, you know it's going to be some drama. And now I'm pacing the floor before I walk off this door because this time, Natalie, she told me that he cut her. Y'all, I'm trying not to snap, but I got to come strapped, although my intentions were just to talk to this brother. And that's when temper started to flare as he wondered why I was there getting involved in their affair. But instead of talking man to man, I noticed something in his hands that gave off a glare. And that's when she got in between us as we started mm-hmm. to cuss and yell that both of us, that we both need to stop it. But before I knew it, man, he just blew it with a blood on it. He just put a knife up out of his pocket. And now I'm grabbing his wrist while I'm hitting him with my fist, trying not to let go. I'm holding his wrist tight. Meanwhile, thinking to myself, wishing it was somebody else because not his food and just brought a knife to a gunfight. I'm going to back him up off me, but this would prove costly because there's a thin line between being sane and insane. I pulled it out and what happened next? Damn. One round went off in his chest. In just this one moment in time, my whole life changed. And now I'm cuffed up and roughed up all because I tried to help out a friend. Wondering, when will this nightmare end? But cop cars and steel bars has a way of allowing reality to set in. See, confinement is more than just a physical thing. There's more than one way that you can be confined. But see, my girl, she was, she was locked into a world. And her confinement... The state of our mind. Peace. Outstanding, outstanding team. That was a wonderful speed round. I truly enjoyed being a part of it. Black eyes. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, you you are tuned in to the National (laughs) Poetry Award winning Voices by Kids here on POET Radio. You just heard Brother Rob. Just heard Natalie Shields. You just heard Misconception, myself, Black Ice. We do have Queen Amina on the line right now, um, our um, our sister who just started her own show, along with um, lovely lyricist and Benny Yamin, strictly for the listeners on Wednesday nights. She's a regular here with us on Monday nights also. What's up, Queen? Peace. How you feeling tonight? Good evening. Good evening, everyone. So sorry I was running late. How's everyone tonight? 
phenomenal. We got it. We we got a line full of callers already blowing us up. We're gonna go ahead. We're not gonna waste no time. We're gonna go ahead into our first caller on the line. Uh, let's see who we got here. We have uh, we have a Maryland caller. Uh, Maryland, let us know where you're calling from in Maryland, and uh, tell us your name and what you got for us tonight. It was out, man. It's Prince Agisa Nova. Prince Agisa Nova. What's good? No, nah, that's Prince Adisa Nova. Adisa with a D. Yeah, A-D-I-S-A. Prince Adisa Nova. A-D-I-S-A. Got it. Got it. N-O-V-A. I got you. <laughs> All right. Brother, Brother Prince, how you feeling tonight? I'm feeling great, man. I'm just taking my time. You know, I just thought I'd call in. You know, we appreciate that East Coast love all the time, my brother. We got a yes, uh, fellow fellow uh, brother from Maryland on the line. Brother Rob is also here with us tonight. Yeah. Hey, what's <laughs> happening, brother? <laughs> <laughs> now, are you all in the same area? Yeah, yeah I actually live in Baltimore, but I'm, I'm calling you from work. I'm in uh, Rockville, Maryland right now. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, look. I know you at work. We're not gonna waste no time. Um, Prince, go ahead, my brother. You got the floor. What you got for us tonight? All right. This piece called "Breathe." This this may sound crazy to you, but just listen. I want to walk through an ounce of life and example my grandfather's character. Dodge brutal honesty. Glide past awkward circumstances whenever possible and just let my ego carry the weight. I want to fall in love with a bullet. Write down my bitterness with gunpowder from past relationships I've had with women because my heart is shot. But you, you give me refuge when I'm in your presence. Let me settle on your dimples and heal when I look at you. Invite me into your treachery. Your welcome match is to smile to our relationship like a curved blade lost in a good man's spine, telling me that I'm not strong enough to have your back or lay everything down on the line for you. Here, wipe your feet on my lips because it only seems that you listen when I talk dirty. <laughs> Let me be the example of truth that will set you free from the stereotypical lies about men that holds you hostage. I want to be hated by you. So much so that you would never know my love for the simplest things in life because if you did know, then my life wouldn't be as simple. Let me superglue my hand to whatever it is you call companionship on a first-class flight with other really good friends, sipping martinis to anyone that wasn't planned for. I want to love you at a risk. Crack my chest open to show you that you can make a home with me. Be your protection. Let you climb the ladder of my innermost secrets. Take the wheel to my heart and drive my mind head on into a runaway train because I don't want to be thinking about nothing at all while spending time with you. So just fuck me up. Let me be a blank possibility that you never get tired of making excuses for. 
tattoo my name to a scary ass nigga when you get mad, but you know that in your heart that I can get the job done. I want to be able to see you as a choice and experience it as my only option without ever really giving a thought about the consequences. Let me hit rock bottom and light an incense in your think tank and just meditate on how jealous your kitty cat feels when I use the tip of my tongue to tickle your tuna. Woman, you got me. You see, I just want to be able to speak long-winded and just blow you away with what I think about you. Because I don't fall for protection, for, for perfection. I'd rather drown in your potential. And I don't give a damn if I'm buried in your misunderstanding to this as long as you keep fucking me. I want to be that jalapeno sausage you ate after hours just before you went to sleep so that when you wake up in the morning, I can tear that ass up again. And I don't feel that loving you despite the way you treat me is foolish. And I know that that sounds stupid stupid and foolish, but it makes plenty sense, and I would empty out all my pockets just to keep you because I don't want to see no change. I want to be your entire lifetime without me because life just isn't worth normal when I allow myself to get in the way of this relationship, you see. I want to run into heaven by way of a garbage truck so that I could thank God personally for putting the stink on the way you held me and just stay there. Let me waste my life in waiting in a long-distance relationship, awaiting your world's end while you my beginning into something meaningful. Even though you treat me so wrong, but you're loving. You're loving. Basically, what I'm saying to you is that you are like air that can put enough life into my being. Let me know that whatever stages and circumstances that present themselves while I'm with you, I'm still happy just as long as I can breathe in peace. Wow. That was phenomenal. And, uh, the you know, the entire time you were talking, I know you're familiar with The Rock from WWF. Yeah. The whole, the whole time you were talking, I was imagining his face and your words. That's a big bonus to me. That was very, very beautiful. That was very positive. better than rock. <laughs> that was very uh, positive, and I wanted to ask you: did you did you just write that, or were you just speaking about love, or were you actually speaking of someone that was in your life? It was pretty much about. See, like a lot of people don't realize, you know, like men handle situations differently, and it was from a domestic situation that I had a while back with a woman. And, uh, like, a lot of men don't talk about being abused or this, that, and the other. It could be physical or it could be mental. So, you know, we kind of suck things up, you know what I'm saying? And we be manly about it. So that was just pretty much my way of, you know, letting her know that even though she mistreated me, this, that, and the other, you know, I still loved, loved her at that time, and that's how I handle it. As long as I'm able to breathe, I'm good. So that's that's pretty much where the piece stemmed from. But it's an old piece. I hadn't been on the show in probably about two or three years. So I just felt mm-hmm. that I come on. Somebody had tagged me and told me, you know, y'all were, were doing your thing. So I just came by. The name that I went by was Nova. But I call myself Prince Adisa Nova now because we got a brother here in Baltimore by the name of Noma, Nova. And I don't want, you know, the reputation that he has on him to be on me. So 
you know, that's where the name change come in from. But yeah, that's that's pretty much where the piece stems from. It's it's actual piece of, about love, but it's more or less, you know, from a domestic uh, abuse standpoint. Wow, I loved it. That that really did something to me. And the connection on here tonight is very very positive. So I wanted to thank you again. Thanks for uh, sharing. Brother Rob, what did you think of that? Man, that job was gangster, brother. I was over this joint. I had to put it on mute because I was laughing at a couple of things you said and stuff, man. That wipe your feet off on my lips, man. I wasn't even thought of no shit like that. And I got a good imagination and shit, bro. <laughs> the joint was tight. But as as you was explaining and stuff, man, um, from my brother's point of view and stuff, I mean, you know, I was feeling that. I was feeling that and stuff. I mean, because, you know, I was one time and stuff, and I got no problem with bringing mine up and stuff. Back when I was married and stuff, I went through a whole lot of uh, mental, verbal abuse, but I decided to hang in there for the sake of my son and stuff, man. And then the long one what gave me the strength to move on, I got, you know, I got uh, abused, domestically violated or whatever you want to call it and stuff, man. And that gave me the strength to push on and stuff because my philosophy was like, look, you do everything else to me. If I let you get away with this, you're going to do it again. I got time for that shit and stuff. My mom didn't raise me to slap no woman and shit. Brothers, brothers handle like a man. We walk away. And there's a couple of dummies hanging around that day who put their hands on the women and stuff. Like, you know, like uh, I said in his first poem and stuff, you know, what goes around comes around and stuff. They got what they got to deal with. But uh, I was digging that joint, man. The piece was awesome. Jab like a good little slam piece, man. It was real heavy and stuff. Queen Amelia, darling. <laughs> well, I, personally, <laughs> I personally thought the poem was sexy I'm not going to lie You know, um, you never really hear a guy Spit his feelings from that point of view You know, and I, I thought it was really hot And really motivating And it just, it moved me that you went through it And not only did you go through it You you verbalized it in such a way Where, you know, it, it, it seemed like abuse But then it seemed sexual at the same time It just it was sexy to me. It was really hot, and I I really appreciate you coming through it and leaving that 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 um that piece with us. I really do. So keep writing, bro. And I, I I seriously do look better than a rock for real. <laughs> <laughs> you sound better than the rock too. Good. Yeah, you do. <laughs> wow, outstanding piece. I really enjoyed that. And also lucky that you put an emphasis on saying that men take things on differently and you guys don't talk about any form of abuse that may come to you. And I periodically bring that up, that there are not only abused women in domestic situations, but men are being abused as well. But because we don't expect it for you, we know we don't hear from you. So thank you so much for even mentioning that, you know, just for the brothers that are going through it, because I know you guys need out of it too. My goodness gracious. Great work. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm going to sit uh, back and, you know, listen to some more pause while I'm at work, get some inspiration. That's I right, thank you all right. for giving me the Absolutely. platform. Absolutely. And you come back anytime you want. We have something for you every night here on POET Radio. But I'm going to hand it to Black Ice because I know he'll tell you about it too. Black Ice. Thank you so much, good brother. We're going to keep this soul train moving on. We definitely appreciate the brother coming back after three three years. We were just talking about consistency. We didn't even mention other than this year, we were talking about being on the on the show every Monday night this year. The brother said he came on three years ago. So just think of those of you all who just came around, how consistent we have to be to be on air every Monday, every week, every month, 
every mm-hmm. year. We've been running this show now for about five years. So we appreciate you guys, especially those who like um, Prince uh, Adisa Nova who come on and, uh, you know, still show love after three years. we got to be doing something right. We're going to keep this soul train moving on. Let's go ahead and go to Northwest uh, Illinois. You're on the line. State your name, where you're calling from in Illinois, and what you got for us tonight. All right. Uh, my name is Kevin Smooth, uh, and I'll be bringing the piece entitled Fate of the Future this evening. Let's do it. <laughs> If I could go back in time as an adult and speak with the adults that trained me to be an adult, I would say as an adult, we can be wrong. The possibility of us making mistakes is strong, and since the fate of the future is the subject that we're on, I took this time to come back in time and cover a few points. Now, the first point is we need to stop giving up on these kids. I've come to accept life as an adult. I know how exhausting it is, but since not one of our kids asked us to exist, we cannot take that fatigue excuse out everywhere or get blinded by confusion and refuse to do it. Kids coming with homework or financial aid applications, and we forget we ever had to go through it. Not even attempting to utilize the energy it would take to try it, like reading the chapter they're struggling with or taking them and the application to someone who does understand it. If we give up, what do you think that tells the kid? Now, another thing is we need to learn to listen. Mind you, listening does not always require your ears. If what you see doesn't add up to what you hear, then there's obviously more elaborating they need to give, you dig? Just be patient with them. Take the time to really listen to them. Don't misconstrue the words they use and use it as an excuse to chastise them or do the same thing, flip it, and think they're innocent. Not listening to anything, screaming, my team wouldn't do such a thing. How can you not pay attention and still discover who's guilty? Crippling these babies that obviously desperately need to be taught accountability. We've got kids stealing, killing, and prematurely making babies before they can comprehend responsibility. And beyond the elaboration I can see, no one's listening. Now, lastly, we need to remember that times are changing. We all remember VHS and Atari, a clubhouse in the tree with a tire swing underneath. Not one of our kids will find either one of those things interesting. They're only looking for things that need electricity, which means we need to tweak our techniques in order to incorporate the things we see that spark their entry and utilize those same things for educating, teaching both accountability and responsibility in the same swing. Now, believe me, I didn't come here to preach, and I know this may be a bit much coming from me, and to a degree I may have came off aggressively, but it's the fate of the future that I'm addressing and needs to be taken seriously. So let me ask you this one question before I leave. What type of world do you want to leave? In peace. That was really good, and um, I really do believe that children are the future, and from what is going on in the world, it it definitely, um, obviously, it definitely looks like they are the focus. Um, you know, you have 14-year-olds with bachelor degrees, and I think that we can learn something from the children and to hear somebody write about um, education and to make children our focus is very intriguing. So uh, I really did enjoy that. That was very insightful, and hopefully, you know, this will definitely grab people's attention. Brother Rob? Yes. Keep it smooth. Where you from, brother? Kakakee, Illinois, young man. Illinois, that's a beautiful thing. Brother, what you just did, man, you gave out a job, little formula that a whole lot of young parents need to be listening to and stuff, brother. Uh, that joint was heavy, positive, <laughs> and uh, 
the aggression that came along with it was smooth, man. It kind of lived up to your name, you know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't like you was losing your mind on the mic and stuff, but you was, you know, you was firming it out, you know. So, right. man, great job, brother. Great job, man. Keep up that good work. And keep calling in and stuff, too. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. No no doubt, no doubt. Queen Amina, what you think, baby? Honestly, um, he laid out the formula for how I am as a single mother for, I mean, I, I listen to my children. They actually play a role in some decisions that are made in my house. And growing up as a kid, I didn't have that. We didn't have a role. We were kids were seen and not heard. And people don't understand kids, the, the children are our future, period. So I really appreciated that piece, brother. You know, you, you spoke on some real touching issues in my own personal home. So he writing. That was amazing. Thank you. Wow, state of the future. That's outstanding, brother. I, I really enjoyed that piece. And like everyone else said, I can second and third that you did hit on some points that are very valid. But I can tell you one thing. It sounds like we all came up old school, so we need to put that back in. Exactly what was put into us, we need to put it back in to the youth right now. And that's all I'm going to say about it. We can fix it ourselves. Black Ice. Yes, I'm so glad that um, I've made the connection with this brother, you know, mm-hmm. that bridge between Kankakee and Chicago. I know this brother's mm-hmm. already connected to Chicago artists, but he wasn't connected to poet, to the poet mm-hmm. movement. So I'm so glad that this brother has come on. My brother actually, um, uh, one Monday night to come on and be a special guest host with us here on Voices Behind the Pins. So, you know, we can inbox and talk about that. But I do want to say I definitely appreciate your piece. I appreciate your input. I appreciate your energy and your spirit on tonight's show. Man, I appreciate the opportunity, and I look forward to hearing from you, big brother. All right. Very good. We're going to go ahead and keep this um, spoken word, poetic train moving on. we got to go to Texas, who's in the building. Then we're going to go to Brother O. Um, we're going to go to Keith. There's another brother who's at work on Monday nights and call into the show. Uh, it's a beautiful thing when you're at work and you think about us we definitely thinking about you. Keith Williams, you're in the building. Yeah, what's good, family? What's, what's good, my brother? Nice. How you feeling? Chilling, man. How y'all doing? All right, all right. Glad to hear from you. All right, all right. Um, I got the joint called This Is What You Made Me. This is what you made me. I'm all ears, my brother. I want to hear this one. Mm-hmm. I remember... When I used to give everybody something to look forward to while my mind wondered what to look forward to. At the same time, trying to move forward, reaching behind, only to remove another knife out of my spine and remember. Not understanding why I was never good enough. Even when things got rough, I made a solemn vow to never give up. Then a simplistic mind grew corrupt. This is what you made me. Like a field hand, you slaved me, made my difference in my ways of thinking. Days in between, breaks up all night, debating whether or not to sleep awake, praying, asking God my soul to keep. This is what you made me. Call special victims unit because you metaphorically raped me. Your laws were never in order. But I remained me, just made me go harder. On myself being my own worst critic, having two daughters, being a single father, I pushed myself farther out of limits. Fuck the remnants. This is what you made me. 
gave me the testicular fortitude like sticking forks in food. I eat this. I live, breathe. My whole existence consists of this love. A slick tongue and wrist flicks trying to distinguish which is more fire. My spit and my bit. This is what you made me. The circumcision slicing your abnormal diction to make you look better. A walking oxymoron. The purity of love with anger issues. No angles I picked and changed the locks of no box can out box taken outside the box. Call me post more than papa. Last breath of the more before they opened me, you saved me. And you have to understand. You have to deal with it. This is what you made me. Peace. Wow. That was very deep. And uh, that started off deep, like, all the way through. And I'm just sitting here going, wow. (laughs) You know, I could feel your energy and everything, you know, with the voice and the tone and everything. So, And I always think that when you read and write poetry, it's important to incorporate your voice inside of it so that people could really feel and see how you, how you feel. So I think that's very important. So I really did love that. And uh, I must say to you, keep writing. Thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Brother Rob. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. And it was intense, man. I mean, intense dude. If you put certain music to that voice you got, man, you could probably scare a lot of people and shit and make them do the right (laughs) thing and shit. See and make people do shit, man. I'm telling you. But I was digging it, dude. And I mean, you know, I'm serious. The intensity was real smooth. Shock, you know what I'm saying, and stuff. Um, Like what you do, man. It's an original funk flow you got there, man. But don't lose that scary shit. I'm telling you, dude, it could take you a long (laughs) way. Just keep on your mind. You know what I mean? I appreciate you. Well, honestly, I think his voice is real, real hot, first and foremost. It really is. But um, I really enjoyed that piece because you never know, you know, every relationship and everything you encounter leaves different things on you and you never know what the outcome is as far as you as a person. So I really uh, thought that was inspired. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Thank you. Very, very well put, Keith. You know, as always, I enjoy you when you start through, but um, you always find a way to put the, the emphasis in the right place, you know, and just kind of letting us know this is what you made me because every relationship contributes to who you are, who you become, how you think and feel. So I really enjoyed that again. Want to hear it another time. Thanks and, for coming um, What a lot of people don't know is like this was a poem to mm-hmm. poetry. Yeah, yeah. It can be applied in so many ways. That's why I was really, really digging right. it. That's why I yeah. love Absolutely. it. Appreciate it. <laughs> yes. Black Ice? Absolutely. Well, um, Keith, definitely, man, thank you for coming on to tonight's show, my brother. Always brings um, what they call, what what do we call it, his Mm A-game to the mic (laughs) when he comes on. So definitely, brother, I appreciate you, man, and uh, definitely appreciate you for being so consistent also with calling in to the show for years now. This brother ain't just started calling in months ago. He started calling in years ago. So uh, we got some faithful supporters, man, and you are one of them. I, I just want to thank you so much, bro. Dad, I appreciate y'all for having me, man, and um, I'll see y'all next time. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and go to um, East Chicago, Indiana, our poet brother, Brother O, who's been waiting patiently on the line. My brother, thank you for calling in to tonight's show. Um uh, 
I already told me your name was Brother O and you're from East Chicago, Indiana. What's good in your neck of the woods? Everything's going good. I said everything's going pretty good in my world. That's good, my brother. That's good, my brother. What you got for us tonight? Everybody ain't your enemy is the title of this piece. Let's do it. But we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, against principalities, against powers against the rulers of darkness of this age, and against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places, Ephesians 6 and 12. My dear brothers and sisters who are listening to voices behind the pen, we understand that everybody ain't our friend. We have to pick and choose our friends and associates with great care. But tonight, I'm here to make the argument that everybody ain't your enemy. And sometimes you can't be your own worst enemy. How can you say that everybody in the world is against you because of your race and skin color, that every police officer in uniform is here to stop you while driving while black, put you in handcuffs, arrest you while probable cause, or use you as target practice? That the white man is throwing opposition your way at every turn. And that every one of your black and brown sisters is throwing shade and haterade at you when you when you elevate your mentality. Yo, chill out and stop being so damn paranoid. Or take a psychotropic medicine or or practice some meditation and get it together. Everybody ain't your enemy. Now how you gonna get upset with your brother and sister was more successful in life than you are? And hate on them, especially when she, he or she help you to get where you are today. Now, maybe it's that jealousy and envious spirit within you that needs to be held in check because you don't know the struggles or the challenges that he or she had to overcome the teacher says that was hard on. Everybody ain't your enemy. Now, how are you going to allow a minor disagreement to tear your friendship apart because your friend chooses to live an alternative lifestyle because you believe that you are superior to everybody else. Look, you're a human being full of flaws and imperfections too. Or because you're trying to make your relative a friend fit your mold and standards of who you want him or her to be. Now, maybe it's that judgmental spirit inside you that needs to realize that you are not God or a dictator. Before you judge a book by its cover, read the table of contents first. Everybody ain't your enemy. How you gonna get pissed off when you see his boyfriend, his girlfriend, or another sister or brother? Was treating him and her like a king or queen. And when you two were together, you didn't you didn't do what you needed to do to keep it together. Or treating him or her like a piece of trash that you discard in the garbage can. Well you need to keep your temper under control before you do something to get yourself locked up in jail for something battery and over stupid and ignorant stuff. Now let your ex be with that other person. Move on with your life and enjoy the single life and find you somebody loves you for you. Ain't even that serious. You want to be miserable for the rest of your life? You want to be angry and hateful for the rest of your life? He or she is not your sworn enemy, so cut that mess out. How you going to have an issue with your brother and sister who doesn't share the same beliefs as you do? Or they may be practice a different religion than you. You need to be more accepting and tolerant of different people and get rid of that fear and presence in your heart. 
And to get rid of this, you're a holier-than-thou attitude. See, Christianity ain't the only religion here in the world. Everyone is entitled to their beliefs. Now, how you going to have a problem with your brother and sister with a direct reflection of you? And swear you can't stand him or her. Now, maybe you guys need to air out your differences and come to a consensus on how you plan to coexist with each other. So get a grip on yourself. The more lesson is poem, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down the strongholds. That's in peace. Wow. That was very deep, and I felt like it was God talking to me, my brother talking to me, my father talking to me. And, you know, you didn't just write this for yourself. You know, everybody could tell you wrote this for for everyone, for the people. So I thank you for sharing this. And this was very enlightening, and I really did learn a lot from hearing this. This made me very emotional inside, and um, this definitely uh, resonates with what I'm going through right now. So, again, I had to hear this. And uh, you're a good teacher, so you can definitely learn from from poetry. I think that poets make the the best teachers. So I thank you for sharing this. Uh, thank you, my sister. I truly appreciate your comments. Oh, uh, thank you, brother Rob. Thank you, sister. Brother, oh, I love I love your flavor, man. You never disappoint me and stuff. This brother always got something very positive to say. And like you say, it's, 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 it's not just him. He definitely got a message that the world needs to hear and stuff. Brother's clear with his message. And, uh, you know, you can feel the sincerity and stuff. You know, you never lose a beat, brother. You always got a, I always got an ear to listen to for you and stuff, man. And uh, like uh, Black Ice put it, he, he probably going to put it out there, you're a regular, man. We can always look forward to hearing something dope and definitely positive from you. Appreciate you. Appreciate your work, brother. Thank you. I pre- appreciate the opportunity. No doubt. No doubt. Queen, I mean, let him have it. Okay. Well, brother, oh, yeah, you're on every show, and I, I like um, the fact that you always have something positive to say. You always have a lesson to teach, and I just want to say keep teaching them lessons. You know, more people need to hear them, definitely. Thank you for writing. Thank you for being on the show. Thank, thank you, my sister. I appreciate it. Absolutely outstanding work, Brother Owen. You know, I always love when you come through because you are dropping knowledge, dropping gems all the time. So thank you so much, and I look forward to you every time. You're another one that's super faithful and loyal to us. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Black Eyes? The professor of poetry, the Living Miracle Prince of Poetry, award-winning Hall of Fame, three-time published author, national poet, Brother O. Thank you so much for calling in to the show tonight, my brother. Thanks, Ice. That's cool. We're going to go ahead and keep this poetic train moving. We're going to go ahead and go to DSR's own Prince of Poetry, National Poetry Poet, Word Warrior, who was called in in the building, uh, radio personality. Word Warrior, what's good, my brother? How you feeling? <laughs> greatest, greatest king, greatest family. How y'all feeling this evening? Hey, hey, peace and love. How are you? Ladies and gentlemen, this is none other than Poet Crazy, a.k.a. the Loud Poet Word Warrior. (laughs) Y'all don't know this dude vibrates when he spits poetry. (laughs) Y'all don't know it. 
I just mm-hmm. want to uh, give you give you a quick shout out, Ice. Um, you slid through my venue. You being my mentor, you just don't know that made my heart feel so warm, bro. When you came through, and I thank you so much for blessing my venue. Well, you know, one of the things that I try to let poets on the poetry scene know is that I I don't come to events just because I don't want to come. You know, uh, I truly am busy, you know, um, not just when it comes to poetry, but I got a life outside of poetry. So when Black Isis be like, okay, cool, you ain't got no show this weekend, it's time for us to do something, I got to submit to that. Because if I'm averaging 25 events a month, I got to give the queen some time and I got to give my son some time and I got, you know, other things that I like to do. So it was my honor, brother, and it was my privilege to come and just, you know, support, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't even have to go and perform, you know, just to support, you know, hey, look, how much it costs to get in? $7? No, take this 10 I don't even want no change. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just want to give. I want to invest in what this brother is doing because this brother right here is picking up where we um, are leaving off. You know, we're still in the game. We're still active, but he has picked up the mantle and he has opened up the opportunity for people who don't have opportunities. He's allowing people who have a voice to be allowed to share that voice with others. And so when I see you're doing what you're doing out there, brother, I don't mind sharing it. I don't mind promoting it. I don't mind um, um, coming out supporting it. You know, it's my honor, brother, and it's it's my pleasure to do so, man. And, you know, I wasn't feeling 100% that night. I had just left an event that I was performing at. But I, I wanted to support, man. I wanted to be there. I know how important it is for you. Uh, I love Mama Felton also as well. You know, um, this brother's mom just passed a few months ago. And, um, you know, I, I wanted to be there. I know how special this was for you, man. And uh, I wanted to be there for you, man. Man, I just want to let you know I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Absolutely, my brother. Now, tell people why they call you, why you're called Word Warrior. <laughs> Show show them why, brother. Show them why. Um, I'm going to give you guys this piece. Um, There's a brother by the name of P.E. Son. He's doing a slam this weekend, um, cash prizes. And um, you got to do two pieces on unity. So I'm going to give you guys one of the pieces I'm going to do. And this is just how I'm feeling now. Everybody that's in Chicago, ICE, you know, misconception, you guys know it's like, Bananas with this violence right now. So I'm going to do this piece, uh, Chicago, That's Enough. I'm talking to my city. I'm talking to Chi-Town. Enough is enough. Let's put the guns down. Too many murders. Too many killings. Too many homicides. These children need to keep living. Too many bullets flying, too many babies dying, too much bloodshed, enough of our mothers crying. Chicago, that is enough, no more. When will it be safe for our babies to walk to the corner store? No more shootings, no more drive-bys, no more violence in the streets. No more mothers wondering why 
One bullet, two bullets, three bullets, four. Chicago, let's put the guns down. No more. I love my city. Chicago, I was born and raised. Let's stop the senseless violence so we can all see better days. It starts in our neighborhoods. It starts in our communities. It starts in our households. It starts with our CPD. We need more summer jobs for our kids and give them something positive to do. It starts with our mayor. It starts with me and you. Let's put the guns down. All this matters must Can we stop this ridiculous violence and just have peace? And peace, War Warrior. I'm done. Wow, that was really good. Hi, War, War um, Word Warrior. How are you? I'm blessed, Queen, and you. <laughs> I'm great. I really did love your piece. I'm from Chicago. I grew up on 65th and May in Inglewood, wow. and I remember uh, back in uh, 1992, a young boy got shot in front of my house. So I know how rough the violence in Chicago is, and it's gotten even more worse. It's not even Chicago anymore. And I wonder all the time, you know, gosh, what happened to my city? So, you know, someone had to write about it. And uh, I never wrote about Chicago personally or the violence that is inside, but um, Chicago is like a crystal ball. You know what I mean? It's like when you shake it up, you know, the bullets just fall down. So uh, there's nothing pretty about it, but it's the city that – you know, I'm born and raised from Chicago, so um, that was a very powerful piece, and it really caught my attention. Thanks for writing. Thank you, Quinn. Brother Rob? Yes, indeed. W.W., what it do, big brother? <laughs> What's up, Brother Rob? <laughs> Ain't nothing, man. Chilling, man. You know, kind of like Brother O., that positive flow you brothers kick and stuff, man, yeah, you know, because I love positivity myself and whatnot. And that's one of the things about you that automatically, you know, caught my attention and stuff. But that particular piece, brother, that joint was heavy, and it was right from the heart and stuff because, I mean, you know, back in the day, D.C. used to be, you know, number one city and stuff for crime and murder and stuff. So, I mean, I know the hell we went through and stuff and whatnot, so I know it's real hard and rough on y'all and stuff, man. So, you know, hats off for you just not just being bold enough to let folks know how you feel about what's going on and everything and stuff, man. And uh, y'all's in everybody's prayers and stuff, man. You know, we see what's going on and it's it's, it's ugly and stuff, brother. And uh, if you're going to do that piece tomorrow, trust me, if you don't win, damn it, you better make the finals with that joint. <laughs> Thank you, King. Thank you. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Queen I mean, what you think, sir? Well, honestly, I think that piece was powerful. I think it was just everywhere, not just Chicago. I mean, I'm a Philadelphian, and there was a lot going on there, too. It's a lot just going on everywhere, and I think that piece just needs to be heard around the world right now because people everywhere just need to put the guns down, you know, and love thy neighbor, you know, that people just don't love anymore. So I really thought that was powerful. Thank you, Corey. Absolutely, we're a warrior, and, you know, we go way back, so. <laughs> yes. 
yeah. you know, you know, with it, there's definitely loyalty to you. You know, when I hear you spit and being supportive to you, but you know, thank you for bringing the message. And you don't sugarcoat it. You don't dress it up. It's just straight up. This is what it is. You know, here's the instructions. Follow them. You know, <laughs> drop the guns, listen, love. You know, do the whole bit. You know, because it is ultimately about. The children, you know, because without them, we don't have a future. So it's like we're doing this just to walk in circles. But we definitely want to make sure we secure the babies and do a lot more and a lot better. And uh, I don't think the National Guard is the answer. So, again, we need more messages like yours to get out there and uplift and bring us together because we can do this ourselves. Like I Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much, my brother. I appreciate those words. Um, you know that we're out here uh, fighting for those things, man, and uh, trying, not trying, but we're making a difference um, in the community and and saving as many as we can. You guys see I made an effort to take the word trying out of my vocabulary. Absolutely. We don't try. We do. I did. So tomorrow they will be burying the nine-year-old that was shot and killed, lured into an alley, shot seven times, executed, and Mm -hmm. uh, little Tyshawn, they'll be burying the baby tomorrow. So we'll give you guys the report from that and what's coming up out of that. But what you guys probably don't see is since the nine-year-old was killed last Monday, there's probably been 15 more murders in Chicago since then. I know that there was 11 over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. And I'm very saddened to hear about the one young man whose mother just moved back to Chicago from Virginia because she was afraid. Yeah, she was afraid of this happening there in Virginia. So she came back to Chicago and said, hey, it's not working out there. Let me go back home where the family is. We should be okay. And here he is a week later gone. And she's pregnant with twin girls right now. So I'm very sad to see and hear all of these things that that are culminating because, again, we make the change. I'm sorry, Black Eyes. Yeah, I just found out, too, that there was an 11-year-old that was shot and killed over the weekend, mm-hmm. and um, it was a sleepover of girls, yes. and yes. Um, she was sitting in her bedroom on the floor playing, and a bullet came through the wall wow. and uh, hit the baby wow. in the head. And they used to say, get on the floor when you hear shooting going on outside. They used to say, get on the floor whenever you hear something going wrong. That's a doggone shame. Yeah. Yeah, so some got to give. We thank you so much for um, sparking that energy into the equation, um, Brother Word Warrior. We've got a lot of callers on the line. Uh, we're going to keep this thing moving, man. We appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen, station identification. You're tuned in to the three-time National Poetry Award-winning um, POET Radio 2013, 2014, and, of course, this year, 2015. We are honored and humbled and privileged to have won such a prestigious award for um, best radio and show when it comes to spoken word poetry. So, again, we want to thank all of you all for uh, for that. We share that with you all. We want to say peace and blessings to our DSI family, which Word Warrior is a part of, and our sister Alien, both here from Chicago, Kane Spade. Um, they have a wonderful network also as well, as well as the other networks that are giving platforms to poetry. But tonight you're on POET, People of Extraordinary Talent, Voices Behind the Pins, hosted by Black Ice. We're going to go ahead and keep this thing moving on. we got Chicago on the line. Chicago, state your name, where you're calling from in Chicago, and what you got for us tonight. What up, what up, what up, what it do, POET Radio, that's what's up. 
Peace and love. Peace and love. What you got for us tonight, man? Well, for tonight's piece, it's simply called We Are Poets. That's good. We construct, we construct symphonies with words. Art has a visual, but we create the sound. Music possesses a sound, but we provide a story. Poets fascinate the minds of readers since the dawn of man. Poets present nature beauty by recreating her meaning. Poets give disaster sadness by capturing destruction. Poets provide holidays with happiness, students with understanding, and loved ones with words of encouragement. Our words ring through the ears of thousands doing speeches to uplift millions. There is no such thing as a greater poet. Because the greatest poet is one that brings words from the heart to mind the pen. We are all great. In the end, our voices will remain steady. Our writing will flow through time and age. Through writings, we live forever. A piece of our heart is embedded in every letter. Poets, we give the world meaning, purpose, laughter, and strength. United we stand. We are poets in peace. Hey, this was lovely. I really did enjoy this. And uh, this reminds me of that movie, Dangerous Minds, when Michelle Pfeiffer, the teacher, said that poetry is its greatest reward. And it really is. It's definitely a reward, especially being surrounded by, you know, being in the community where there are talented people who write about the world and who write about um, just everything going on. So your piece was definitely everything. And yeah, this was great. This really said everything. Brother Rob? Absolutely. I'd like to say thank you because I'm a poet. And that was for <laughs> us and stuff, man. That was cool, dude. That was real, real cool. And I mean, you know, that's one of them Johnson stuff, you know, being a poet and stuff. I just had to Keep still, because I was looking at the football game, too, and I had to turn my head away because I was paying attention and stuff, man. That's cool. That's a very smooth piece and stuff, man, and uh, I can respect you for doing it. That means you're a poet, too, because you love what you do so much so that you had to show love to everybody else. Hats off to you, fam. All right, no doubt, no doubt. I'm so, I didn't get your name either, brother. What's your name? Jamil Mosley. They call me Mill for short. That's what's up. That's what's up. Brother Rob the Poet Brown, pleased to meet you, fam. Queen Amina. I loved it because, you know, I am a poetess, and um, I really appreciated the appreciation. So um, I thought it was really cute. I really did. Absolutely, Mills. Outstanding work, as always. I I really love when you come through because just get that real sincere energy that comes directly from you. So thank you so much again for sharing with us here tonight on Voices Behind the Pen. We appreciate you, as always. I look forward to you next week. Black Eyes. All right, Black Eyes. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much, Jamil. I was on mute trying to get Mm -hmm. off of mute. Uh, so, yeah, definitely that brother, again, is another brother who's been calling in for years supporting this show. So we appreciate you also, Brother Mills, and thank you for hitting me up, man. Absolutely. No problem. Thank you. Black Eye. 
Yes, sir. And I declare, just like he said, I am a poet, P-O-E-T, person of extraordinary talent. We want to keep the moving on. Uh, we got a Chicago caller. Chicago, state your name, where you're calling from in Chicago, and what you got for us tonight. Okay, Thank you, Chicago. To Chicago. Going once, going twice. Okay, we have a listener on the show. So we're going to go ahead and take our sister Kylie Brown, who has a Friday night show, Misconception. Um, go ahead and give her the intro and um, tell the public about our all-new hit show on Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. She didn't even let me do the intro. <laughs> No, go ahead. Do the intro. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> she loves when I do the intros. Anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is POET Family's very own Princess of Poetry 2014, Kylie Brown, who has Woo! a very own show on Friday night. Kylie's world. Yes, yes. Every single Friday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, you can find me at Kylie's world. <laughs> where you can uh, hear interviews of poets and you can hear the lovers of words, um, anybody that loves words. And we have a special guest every single Friday. And actually coming up this Friday is our first rap artist. He calls himself Young Kurt. So everybody knows that, you know, rap is rhythm and poetry. So he fits perfectly into uh, our uh, our area of expertise. So I definitely invite everybody to come out, listen, call in, ask questions, and just enjoy yourselves. And, of course, there's an open mic so we can share your words as well. <laughs> so, yes, we've been having a great time so far. <laughs> All right. Tell the people what they're going to hear from you when they call Kylie's World or anywhere that they find you on stage. Oh, Mike, absolutely. absolutely. Um, I, I have a piece um um, I'm going to bring us down a little bit because uh, I'm in uh, Bernadette Boozer is having uh, an event on November 22nd. It's a forum for depression and suicide, a very important topic here uh, in Chicago with mental illness going nuts and not having enough uh, resources to help those uh, that are going through it. Uh, I will be performing there on the 22nd here in Chicago. So this is a piece that I'm still working on. I'm trying to perfect for that day. Here we go. On this day, I contemplated suicide. I pondered the process of living wills and power of attorney, thought of how I would leave my legacy and to whom. A troublesome occupation for one with no progeny, but there are those that have touched my heart. I have made them the bearers of my leavings. For on this day, I have contemplated suicide. When you are made to feel as if your existence is a burden, your inner thoughts become finite. I often hold court in my head, and I am both defendant and onlooker in the process. The prosecuting attorney has a file a mile high detailing my mishaps, and the defense attorney is a public defender, overworked, underpaid, and bereft of emotional attachment to the case. The judge is no more than a mediator uh, instead of a ruling authority. Therefore, he's just there for the paycheck. So on this day, I contemplated 
suicide. Yet it gives me mental clarity to recall the repressed memories of childhood. Long ago, I forgave those that stole my physical innocence. But the pungent sorrow of being beaten for allowing it to happen to a more worthy kinsman still stings. The fact that the prosecutors, the protectors, never acknowledge nor remember as I do perplexes me. Body image insecurity was my invisible childhood friend. Having my natural gifts disapproved of because of future economic downfalls echo in my ear, and I feel dirty when I engage in them even now. My voice was silenced and dismissed, and now I avoid confrontation and take disrespect from my kin as Christmas gifts. Defeat has become intrinsically me. Faith was never my friend, and charity is merely my cousin. Hope never floats, and love has cut class since the first day of school, so on this day I contemplated suicide. When it comes to my well-being, everyone has ambivalent amnesia, and on nights of smoke, drink, peels, and tears, they were all missing in action. Attempts to reach out for verbal considerations are ignored or sent to voicemail because if your thoughts are not happy, then you do not exist. Complete strangers have become the writers of my life's epitaph for none that have shared my life from birth to death know my daily struggles. I am seen as weak for seeking psychological help as I was not raised to tell my business to strangers. So on this day, I contemplated suicide because those that I've helped and protected in youth have short memory spans with no recollection. The protectors are judgmental despite having total recall of all things imaginary. More than some was my primary upbringing, yet modest to poverty was the reality a full cupcake on the outside, but someone left out the cream center. So on this day, I contemplated suicide. I have yet to make up my mind. In peace. Wow, Kylie, that really did something to me. And, you know, nobody else can tell it like a poet, and it really puts you inside the mind of a person who is contemplating suicide, and it puts you in, you know, it it really helps you to understand what they're going through. And my favorite line was when you said, um, if your thoughts are not happy, you do not exist. And uh, I've never been suicidal, but I have been, like, depressed. Like, I've had had my days before. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's exactly, it's like I was looking for the words, and I found them in you. So I thank you. I thank you for uh, for telling that. That was a beautiful piece. Thank you. I appreciate that. No problem. Brother Rob? Yeah. Yeah, man. <clears throat> that was heavy. That was heavy. I was sitting back listening and stuff, and when you first came on, Kylie, I was saying to myself, well, she's the happiest goddamn poet in the call tonight. Listen to the joy <laughs> in her. And then it was like, bam, you just made a bro. Whoa, man, damn. I mean, and I mean, you dropping some heavy, some heavy knowledge in there, and that's kind of um, the way you kicked it, you know, it was like, 
be like very therapeutic for a lot of folks that might be going through some, you know, depressional type stage or, you know, just feeling down, you know what I'm saying? Um, yo, beautiful, beautiful. Keep up the good work, Queen. Love you, Maylie. Thank you. <laughs> no doubt. Queen, I mean? Well, um, it left me kind of speechless. I mean, there are days when I have my ups and downs and I'll be thinking maybe – it all just go, you know. So it, this was definitely a this was a poem that made me think that I, okay, I'm not alone. You know, we all have those days and those thoughts, and it's just it was powerful pieces. I, you know, I got to come in and tune in the Kylie's world because you know Kylie's world seems to be in tune with mine. So I all right, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, 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 my ten sister, I stand in peace, and I really like the way that the picture is painted, you know, just from the the dealings that I've had with those kind of situations where I see people Google the person who's down or Google the, the diagnosis of depression and, you know, all of the things that come along with it, and then they expect you a certain way. And like that line said, the sister just reflected on, if if your thoughts are not happy, you know, and your words and all that good stuff, if everything isn't coming peaches and cream from you, then you're just not there. You know, it's like, you know, oh, well, no, you're not doing what I expect you to do. Not realizing that something changed or happened in your world that made you different from that last time you gave them bubbly, jovial, happy. So, again, really outstanding, great display. Appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate that, sis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely need to express it more often. And, you know, like this is to say, for people who can vibe right with that. Like, she said that, you know, for me kind of thing. So definitely keep sharing that. Black Ice? Black Ice, are you on mute again? Right there. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal as usual. Now you know why she's the princess of poetry, why she has her own show on Friday nights. We definitely want you guys to go and support. Same number, same ID code. We getting it in. Um, man, it's it's just a phenomenal thing. Um, and let me say this while we're talking about her. Our sister, Enigmatic Mahogany, who has a show on Sunday night, celebrated her three-year anniversary of her show on Poet Radio. It was so, a great show. I tuned in yesterday. It was really great. If you missed it, I'm yes, sorry. It was great. Yes. Yes. So, Sunday night was off the chain. Tonight going to be off the chain. Tomorrow mm-hmm. is going to be off the chain. And we're going to keep it live until we get right back to Kylie on Friday night, y'all. Absolutely. Well, y'all going to get it before Friday because this is our Wednesday for Wordsmith Wednesdays. Right, that's there right. You, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. So, Kylie, we're going to keep you on the line. Uh, I'm going to keep you unmuted also as well. Let's go ahead and go to the next caller, Chicago. You're on the line. State your name, Chicago, and tell us what you got for us tonight. Yes, hi. Yeah, sorry, I have to cut but um, um, leaking in the sh- lurking in the shadows, breaking down, crying, looking for a way out, lost in the darkness inside of me, searching for answers, standing in the darkness of the night, fighting by the fire within, lurking in the shadows, lost in trials and tribulations, confusion, deception is coming from left to right, fight lies, loss of hope. All caught up in corruption, pain, fear, drama, and fire. Looking in the shadows, standing in the long state of mind. My dedication and loyalty fell in de- devastation. And all my senses just fell to the ground. Blindness, concerns, fearless, tears, and the silence of the light. Soundless, coatless, but perfect. 
and love from love is again unbreakable heart. Love only peace and passion does God. Yeah. Oh, and okay. Peace. Okay. That was really good. That was really good, and uh, I really did enjoy it. And I'm glad to see that you're that confident. Sorry. It was, yeah. Sorry, this kind of bugs me. Did you guys get that? Yeah, I did. I'm glad um, to hear that your your confidence has grown. Ever since I first started to hear you, you sounded a little bit timid, but it definitely seems that hearing everybody else, it, it gave you a voice, and I'm glad to hear that voice. So your thank words you. are everything, and I thank you for calling on the show. No problem. Thank you. You guys have a wonderful night. Brother Rob, we have to go on to the next, to the next host. So stay on. Yes. Yeah, don't hang up. What, what, what was your name again, Princess? I think it's a feature before anybody. Okay. Yeah. Um, Take time. Poetry and music, and it's a way to it's a way to take my mind off the pain and um, guide me through this most difficult thing that I'm going through with my family. Just losing my mom and trying to deal with me being sick and hearing bad news about myself is just so deeply overwhelming. And it got me so confused, and I'm just, like, losing my way out. So this is helping me find it and regaining back me and who I am to come back to life instead of being dead with my mom. I feel you, Queen. I feel you. What you're also doing is winning your way out as well. You're not losing out. You're winning out because you're releasing, and you're also expressing yourself. There's also some third therapeutic thing it's a black thing and stuff you're healing yourself and whatnot and whatnot and um we here we love you we support you appreciate you calling in too and i like your flow keep it going don't stop don't stop okay i thank you i'm sorry if y'all can hear the last part of my poem it's kind of buzzing in here with all the equipment no, it's okay it's okay we got most of it and stuff it's all good what you think queen amina <laughs> well, I, I kind of missed a little bit of it, but I really I like her voice, and I think that, you know, if she's venting and she's getting it off her chest and doing what poets need to do, then I, I appreciate the fact that she came on the chair. But I still didn't catch her name. What's your name, sweetheart? Yasmin. Okay. Okay, um, Yvonne Franklin. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, who is this? I'm Natalie's um cousin, last sister. Right, I remember when you first came on. Good job, sis. I definitely remember hearing you before this misconception. I, I truly enjoyed Japan. I was like, wait, she just unleashed like all her power and her energy. Like she really feels better now. <laughs> Honestly, you know, it sounds like a, just a real good release of energy for you, a cleansing release of energy. So good work on that. And like you said, just keep using that as your tool. Keep keep lying in your pen, and that's your comfort. So Thank good you. work, sis. I look forward to hearing you some more for sure. And yeah. healing energy to you. Yes, thank you. Yes, quite welcome. Like I, I'm sorry. I said, and you guys is very enlightening, and also gave me more inspiration to to do this. At first, I was giving up on it, but now 
I got more hope for it. Absolutely, and you have a platform mm-hmm. every day of the week except Saturday. Yeah. I'm going to give it back to you and let you enjoy yourself. Someplace helpfully on the mic, but definitely call in to POAT Radio anytime you feel like you want to express because we're here for you. And we want to, thank sister we want to thank that sister definitely for calling in tonight. Um, there's an old saying that says, um, iron sharpens iron. So keep calling in and inspiring us, and we promise to to um, keep inspiring you also as well. We're going to mm-hmm. go ahead to uh, Northeast Wisconsin. It's in the building. Um, state your name, where you're calling from, and what you got for us tonight. Yo, this is Dub C's, a.k.a. the Arthur. The Arthur. Like I, my brother. My brother is brother. in the building. How you feeling, brother? Man, can't complain. You know, I'm at work as usual. <laughs> this time, everybody just happens to be awake. So check this out. <laughs> you got an audience then, a live one. If, if if you see, if just tonight, y'all saw how many people called us from work. Mm-hmm. That, like that, four says, people. that says something about yeah, this show. When when we get these people, these amount of people calling us from their job to tune in to support the show, man, we uh, I thank you, brother. I really That's do. A huge compliment. Thank you. Most definitely, most definitely. No, I wouldn't miss it. Right? <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I got a piece. Um, I actually came on the show Wednesday, you know, and I and I I did a piece, but I, I think I need to do that same piece again because it's a message that really needs to be gotten across. Oh you know, yeah. All all the violence going on in Chicago, <laughs> and you know, mm-hmm. I, I very seldomly get pissed off about things, but it's like. The violence is kind of touching me to the point where now I'm angry. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's just a, it's a piece. I wrote several few new pieces that I was gonna do, but I think they can wait, you know, because they were like entertaining. And you know, this violent situation has got really, really serious, and it's time that people start taking note of what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and you know, and and our neighborhood, you know, that we grew exactly. up in, that we that exactly. we survived. To sit here and live to tell the story, I'm gonna go ahead and give you the floor in the mic, um, Legend. All right, let me, let, me, uh, let, me, let me put them back for a second. <laughs> okay, I have a question. What the hell is going on in my city? Babies dying every day for no reason, and the water cop, superintendent, and the mayor continue to sit pretty. My city, as far as violence, has surpassed Beirut and Iraq. The generation is glorifying this violence by calling it Chirac. Where's all the real men at? Not these pussy-ass cowards. Hey, leave me stop it. Hey, y'all got excuse me. I got clients grabbing at the phones and everything. Give me one second. Okay, then. I'm going to take right off where I, where I, you know, I got to hurry up so my clients can calm down. My city is falling as far as violence has surpassed Beirut and Iraq. The generation is glorifying this violence and calling the city Chirac. Where's all the real men at? Not these pussy-ass cowards I see on the news every night. See, real men talk it out because we're not afraid to use our fists to fight. When I was coming up, if we had issues of beef, we'd meet up and square off in lots, not afraid to lose nothing but teeth. After the fight was over, you lived to see another day. 
But these scary-ass bitches nowadays grab guns to wipe the problem away. It's really pissing me off to see the people that's losing their lives. Babies murdered, mothers crying, and daddies, they just don't survive. The legends of Chicago and the poets are fighting for a change. But the truth is, political office is designed to keep it the same. Open Facebook at any time. Sit down. Lord. <laughs> Open Facebook at any time, and all you see, no matter what page it is, is all the saying, rest in peace. Rest in peace is expected at 80 years enough. But babies dying right now means our entire community fucked. Profanity isn't usually my choice of expression, but seeing such violence and weird act means it's triggering my mental aggression. See, in 94, I lost two little cousins raped and murdered on 67th and Halsted, ages two and three, and as I laid them, watched them lay in the coffin, I made a vow to be a voice against all these senseless acts. So with this peace, I remain spitting vocals with all the facts. We, can, we can't depend on cops. We can't depend on the mayor. So I ask everybody that can hear me, follow me in prayer. Our Father, it is in Jesus' name that we come to you, asking you for protection and blessing us in everything we do. May, we, may you give us strength and wisdom begins to make a change. May we stop calling your name and guidance instead of using your name in vain. May every voice say, hear my voice, hear this message that I'm sending through me, to speak up and take a stand and make a difference in our community. And as I pray this prayer, Yes, stop it. As I pray this prayer, I ask that all violence cease. Can anyone that hear my voice join in and say amen? And that's my piece. Sit down. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to do my piece, and my client like grabbing the phone. No, it's cool. Um, amen. That was a that was a very good piece, and uh, I would love to see more people like you uplift the community more than the murders that we hear about on television and the radio is very sickening and Facebook doesn't make anything any better because it used to be a place where you can connect with people, but it's like now it's like a national news broadcast. It's like, where does it end? You know? So um, I guess the only thing that we can do is just, uh, just keep up the faith, keep the hope and stick together as one, because really at the end of the day, we are one. And uh, so, I really did enjoy that. That really did go far. It's something about tonight. The connection is definitely there. So uh, I really did enjoy that piece. Thank you. Brother Rock, no problem. Yes, indeed. Amen. Amen. Got to follow you on that. Amen, sister. Brother, I was digging that piece. Even though you had little technical difficulties and whatnot, um, it was cool. And that prayer really did it for me and stuff, dude. That was real. That was real. That was real as a mug and stuff, man. And uh, I can feel your sincerity and, you know, came from the heart. That's just straight, hardcore poetry right there, brother. Really appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Queen Amina? Yeah, I thought it was very, very, very good, you know, because um, at the end of the day, you know, it, it's all about how we start to change things. And with that poem, it, that that makes a statement that it's definitely time for a change. 
So I really appreciate it hearing it again. Absolutely, and I do remember hearing that piece on Wednesday night when you called in. Again, you know, still powerful. I really, really enjoyed you, you know, just expressing the truth as it needed to be said. You know, what is going on? You know, posing the question and inciting thought on the answer. And if you can't answer, then that means it's time to change it. So, again, thank you so much for joining the call out to make a change with your, your pen. Bye-bye. Yeah, this is my brother um, here. I love him. I uh, appreciate his words. We're in here fighting this fight. And although my brother is no longer in Chicago, he's still Chicago. He still has a voice, and he still uh, has the uh, the right to speak up as to what's going on in this city. So um, I thank you for the fact that because you're no longer here, uh, you still care about what's going on here. So I appreciate that. Most definitely, brother. I'd like to thank y'all for allowing me to for this platform. But I got five clients sitting here looking at me like, what's going on? So I'm going to have to get back to work. And, you know, and I love all y'all. The poets have opened up something to me that out of 48 years, I really didn't even know was in me because I was so locked up into other things. So, I mean, Brother Ice, I really personally have to thank you and congratulate you on everything you're doing, brother. Yes, sir. I appreciate that, man. And I see the transformation in you, man, that you can come on here. I'm just sitting here on this other line, and I'm like, damn, he's writing new pieces like that? And I'm like, man, I can't <laughs> do it. If I tell you the last time I wrote a new piece, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I know that we are inspiring something in you. And like I said, I was just sitting here on the other line, just amazed at your pen, you know, coming up with these new pieces. And I'm like, man, I was like, you know, if I can get that kind of flow back in my pen, it'd be something phenomenal. But I'm glad to see you doing it, brother. You know, your 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 victory is mine. So I, I you know, well, I'm happy for you, man. All right, love you all. I'm gonna get back to work, man. I'm not I'm not putting the line down, but I gotta get back to work, y'all. Gotcha, gotcha. That that's um the legendary um one of the legends of Chicago hip hop. Dub C's calling in from um, Northeast Wisconsin. We're going to go ahead and keep this line moving on. I don't think we got Kansas on the line yet. Kansas, uh, how you doing, Kansas? Um, you got a, a noisy background a little bit. Is this OM1? Uh, I don't know, man. You just know it's always me. It ain't me beeping. This dude is always doing something. <laughs> Hey, look, that's not me beeping. I'm, I'm hot, but not that hot, baby. But um, what's going on, Mr. Session? Mr. Dill, okay, how you doing? Um, this, do me a favor. Do me a favor. What's going on, y'all? Do me a favor, big bro. Come on. Do me a favor. Come on, speakerphone for me, my brother. <laughs> nah, I was. I had to hide in the bathroom. My daughter's like chasing me around the crib. You know, oh, she don't give me no sanity right. real fast. Now I got you. Oh, that's the bathroom acoustics. <laughs> oh yeah, not anymore. I did, I just look. I just I just found a safe haven in the back bedroom. So yeah, I'm in. Right. I'm in. This, I'm in this thing. How y'all doing tonight? I'm doing good, my brother. Doing good. But listen, on one, hold the line. You're gonna be. <laughs> You're gonna be number one in the speed round. Let's go ahead and bring on the oh, Chicago yeah. caller and then J and K. Uh Chicago, who's this? This is God's Poetic Child. God's Poetic Child. Hey, how are you? 
I'm good. How are you? We miss you guys, Poetic Child. I know, right? I was just going to say that. Oh, my I God. We miss you. Aww. We we love you. Yeah, we do. That's cool. So we got on one. We got guys for the child. Let me go ahead and bring on J and K. J and K, you're on the line. Are you there, J and K? Okay, he may be at work. So um, this is the order. It's going to be OM1 and then God's Poetic Child. Let me see. Chicago, who's this Chicago? Um, we want to go back to the Chicago caller to make sure they're not just listening. Chicago, who's this? Yes, hello? Yes, who's this Chicago? You just um, Did you already um, spit a little bit earlier? Yeah, I did. Um, I was wondering. I wanted to re-recite my forms, but you guys didn't hear it. Oh, uh, okay. Well, give us a moment. Let us get these up, other couple of callers on. Um, stand by. Okay, OM1, you're going to go ahead and spit first, and you're going to be followed directly by God's poetic child. OM1, God's poetic child, y'all got the floor. Let's do it. I wanted to know what was I missing. Was it the trips and the places to the distance I've been traveling, the dirt roads and the hands slapping? But no, my stamina was getting low, and I had no way to recharge my battery, so I made one telecall, and my family answered. The ball bounced as time was rehearsed. I had no more verses to spill, but I'm sorry. Can someone please bring me back into the circumference of what made me feel omnipotent? Home. Life was just so easy as I dashed the streets of Rome and battled through crusades of poetry and mazes. So many days just went on and on with parties and people saying, you just so tight, you so cool. But all along, I forgot the rules that I learned in school when Mama put me to bed and said, don't ever forget the place where you made your face wake up like the grace of God's blessings in the sun manifesting, just knowing that life could not work without this device, the woman. The rib was hurting, and I was outside working, and I thought no one was really paying any attention, but it was home that I was missing. When my little one runs in from hands being cold, frozen, touching on daddy's physical, we can't even understand the moment of how life was so pivotal. And then I finally guessed when I woke up from this dream. I mean, it just seemed so simple. Even when I touched my own dimple looking in the mirror, popping a pimple with dirty skin because I forgot to gargle this morning. I mean, really, life just was so uneasy. And I remember when I said, Baby, please, can I come back home in peace? Hi. I am a poet with a voice, a poet that speaks inspirational words to the ears that are listening. I am a poet who is afraid of darkness and scary movies. I am a poet who lives two different lifestyles. I believe in God, but I am also bisexual. I am a poet who loves school. I believe everyone should be in and finish school. I am a poet who does, who does not know how to save money. 
Yeah, I have my spinning ways. I am a poet who is very opinionated. I am a poet who is sensitive. I'm sensitive but choose not to show it. I am a poet who believes journalists should be recognized. I am a poet who writes excessively, meaning I believe that writing should be taken to a whole other level. I am a poet who needs to be in and around darkness, but the poet I am is trying to stay away from that darkness. Yeah, I am a poet who is trying to, who is telling you to listen I used to listen to 10 interesting, interesting facts about me. Please listen because I am not repeating them again. Thank you and peace. She's treasured. In the midst of her teardrops, she hopes to find hope. But she can't because her teardrops are drowning her every last breath to live. She's hoping that someone can come into her presence and find that her heartbeat still exists, but she can't because she loves lost trust in him, them, us, and herself. She's hoping that the nine that killed her brother will not, will not accidentally kill her. So she's hoping that someone will come and rescue her. In the midst of our prayers, she doesn't believe in faith anymore, so she goes to drugs and alcohol. She's hoping indeed that her heart that once stopped will begin to have life and have it in a different way, not in a way where you're incarcerated mentally by being handcuffed to the chair while someone's sticking someone up your nose so that you can drain out all the intoxication from the pills that you wanted to kill yourself with. I'm wondering if liquidation still exists in the belly of her beast or has the pregnancy of the life that she once lived still has existence. The incarceration of the mind seems to be lost, and she's hurting, and she's on her hands and knees, but she's not praying anymore. She's now sniffing cocaine. I'm wondering if someone can understand where she's coming from because I can't. I see her, but I can't speak to her because I'm in another dimension. My future, my daughter, is daddy. Come back home in peace. Wow, that was very beautiful. You guys are very, very talented, and I was very proud to hear that. That really did something to me and my being, and it makes me feel very proud as a writer, so I tell the three of you to keep on writing. Brother Rob? Yeah, man, that speed round was hot. I mean hot. I was like, dang. I was grinning the whole time and stuff, man. It was like, stuff, man. I mean, it, it was kind of cool. I don't know if y'all know this tonight, but it was a cool vibe, cool vibe from every poet tonight, man. And uh, y'all three just bought it on in place and stuff, man. The train is still rolling. Queen. Oh, my goodness. That that speed round was absolutely phenomenal. Um, the young lady in the middle, she had me up and down. and like, oh, my goodness, like, you know, that, that was just Amazing, you guys. Just please keep doing what you're doing. We are blessed to have heard you. Oh, no, I'm talking and I'm on mute. My God, I'm sorry. <laughs> OM1, God swear to child, J and K. I most definitely enjoy all of you so very much. And, uh, you know, outstanding speed round. 
Glad you all got those different pieces of expression out because we need it. And, again, right along with tonight's energy, just, you know, being open and super cool. So I appreciate you guys. Black guys. Yeah, we thank all of you all once again for calling the three-time National Poetry Award-winning POET Radio. Uh, again, we appreciate you all, all of your support. You all are the ones that make the show what it is each and every week. We're going to go ahead and bring that caller on to recite her piece once again. Um, sister, we're going to ask you to go straight into your piece. No plenary, uh, preliminaries, no reading of titles or anything like that. And she's going to be followed by Kylie. And then we're going to go into the host. Again, host, this is going to be nonstop. So, you know, we're going to go in straight in the order that we've been going in. And I believe that order is Nat, Rob, Queen, and Misconception. And then we're going to end it out that way. So, again, we're going to go ahead and bring back on that caller. She's going to be followed by Kylie and then the host uh, also as well. Let's see if we can get her back on. And let me make sure that no new callers has dropped. Okay, cool. So let's see if this is the caller. Uh, Caller? Lurking in the shallows, breaking down, crying, looking for a way out, lost in the darkness inside of me, searching for answers, standing in the darkness of the night, fighting by the fire within, lurking in the shallows, mouths and shrouds of tribulations, confusion, deceptions coming from left to right, fight, lies, loss, and hope. All caught up in corruption, pain, fear, drama, and fire, lurking in the shadows, standing in this lost state of mind. My my dedication and loyalty fell in devastation, and all life senses just failed to the ground. Blindless, concerned, fearless tears in the silence, in the silence, soundless coldness, but passion and love, but never stand against the truth and unbreakable heart to solely love inspiring person that completes me looking into the shadows. No need for an angel and a devil to perch on each shoulder. My inclinations require strength and decisiveness. Therefore, I co-pilot with ash and smoke. The ash is an idealist, a constant reminder of concrete desires and needs. And when one comes to terms with the need for a solace of astonishing power, confidence is the ultimate result. The ash beckons for his penetrating stare and tells me that he is a stereotypical Nubian beast. I cannot turn away from the span of his nostrils and how I desire to see the steam of cush-scented power escape them. He has his own flavor of ash and smoke. His lips are cool soup coolers, but heat pearls. My thighs await the resulting quake. The smoke is a heat floating through the air, demanding immediate satisfaction, no hiding in the restroom to play in the folds of my orchid. Sitting at my desk, quietly calling out his name in the midst of the cubicle jungle, unwilling to dictate a particular time of day, satisfying the need when and where it arises, 
and dissipating in the atmosphere, leaving traces of his malefluences. <laughs> the ash is the sm- ash, and the smoke is me. The ash and the smoke is he. We heat the world when the core is not enough, and his mahogany skin regulates tides. Hands of steel control the seasons. My breast renews the soil. Liquid gold from my core control the pollination of flora, and the impact of our lovemaking fuels the revolutions of heavenly bodies. We are worshipped. The span of the land separates our physicality as not to overwhelm the mortals. One mass email will be sent as a warning of our union, so check your spam, let ye be devoured by the concentration of the Titans class. Fair warning in peace. Mirror, mirror on my wall, be like me and hang nice and tall. What do you see when you see me? Do you see a girl that society judges as crippled? Because I know you'll be true. What is inside? You see, when I was 12, Mirror, I grew too fast and was diagnosed with a bone condition too big to remember the name, but it made my flat feet even more flat. So when I walked, it made people notice me, but I'm not a celebrity. I'm just me. Verbal abuse. There was laughter, and people were pointing at my flatness, just laughing. Walking like a duck, I heard them say. I heard them jeer. I didn't crack no jokes, never claimed to be a comedian. Why are they laughing? Children must be close to the spirit world, because at first I didn't notice how deep I was walking, marking footprints in the earth. That is important. I can't stand the doctor. Appointments and x-rays consume my early life. I hated that shit. I already told you I didn't believe in fantasies. I couldn't believe that it was me that had to go inside white room, sitting on a cold-ass table, bare feet, with some tall man with big hands examining my feet. They said it wasn't no big deal, but it was me that had to go through it. Y'all didn't. Y'all just took me on the ride. High school was harder, and I hated gym class. The gym teacher had no authority and wouldn't make them stop laughing. She wasn't a bodyguard, just a human being. I wanted to give up gym class, but kept on going. God said, you ain't no sucker. Don't you go out like one. Now that would be the joke. I struggled to make sense out of something so innocent. It's just a bone, but I can't make a wish out of it. It didn't make the condition better. I hated walking like I did public speaking at the time. Y'all added insult to injury, poured salt on my wounds, but on I continued to go. For years I was picked on for being flat-footed, but it made them notice when I was just a face in the crowd. Last year my aunt bought me a full-size mirror. I became more and more aware of how flat I stood and walked. But the more I noticed, I realized something. Wow, she looks great. She looks good. Why can't they see what I do? I gained acceptance from she, the person on the other side. It didn't take surgery, x-rays, orthotics, or a doctor, but a mirror that showed me I was a beautiful girl looking back. It took a mirror in peace. Baby father, baby daddy, adequate descriptions of what some brothers are. We used to be husbands, boyfriends, special friends, but problems arose. Angers got heated and things went a little too far. So the person who once held your your heart finally gave it back, and with time you realized you were better off apart. But before that realization, it was hard and it was tough. 
But now there's a child in this world which is a symbol of your once endless love. Now, I know a few things about women, and it's a whole lot I don't understand, but I thank God that I'm not a woman because I'm having enough trouble trying to be a decent man. See, it's the God-given nature of a mother to want to raise her child up right, and a good baby father or baby daddy should help or aid her in that process. She's entitled to that right. Now, there are good brothers out here who step up to the plate, you see, but the few good ones can barely get a fair chance because too many deadbeat dads didn't live up to their responsibilities. So, sisters, the system is set up in your best interest, but you tend to sometimes interest yourself in what your girlfriend might or did say. You know which one I'm talking about, the one with no man legs open like a 24-hour stove every day? And, oh, by the way, if your girlfriend has a good man and she's giving you corrupt advice, don't worry about her. She, too, has to pay a price. And why, anyway, should you allow your girlfriend to dictate how your relationship relationship should end when you know yourself that the only man she's been with for the past six months is Bob, her battery-operated boyfriend, and here you have a baby father working hard out in the street, struggling to make ends meet so you and your child could have shelter and something to eat. For the baby's father, it's real tough, but like the pits of hell in the burned womb, you still talking about it ain't enough. The baby father trying to live up to his responsibilities, but you say the brother lacks humility. The baby father want to go out and show a good time to his kids, but because he won't do for you what you should be doing for yourself, you tell your folks he aight, but he really ain't. Shh. You're trying to persecute the brother, but he's going to be blessed anyway, Slim, just like the prophets who are unfairly persecuted before him. But, oh, let him be your baby daddy. You'll accept him gladly. Your girlfriend's be talking about, girl, your baby father looks so nice, he's so handsome and tall. They just don't know. You're the one who paid for that silk shirt, slick slacks, socks, shoes, and drawers. They just don't know. While you're out in the street struggling and making meat, he's at home all alone, won't clean up, won't wash a dish, won't answer the phone, talking about give me my respect. Oops, I'm sorry. He will clean up every other Friday long. You bringing home them paychecks. Now, who's the king? Who's the queen? Who's the employee and who's the boss? Victoria got a secret, but it goes back to the question of who's wearing the panties and who's wearing the boxer drawers. Sisters, if you got a baby father, treat him like a good man, not like a no-good nigga. If he wants to be in your child's life, let him do so for the child's sake, but don't just carry a brother because you're feeling kind of bitter. Baby daddies, accepted or rejected. Whether you got love or animosity towards the baby's mother, she deserves help with the upbringing of the child. Forget what you heard, because if you ain't giving her no type of moral support or financial support and she decides to take you up on child support, you might be getting exactly what you deserve. Now, I don't know who's a baby father or who's a baby daddy in here, and I ain't here to offend nobody, so please don't trip. But I once heard Malcolm X say, if you throw a rock into a pack of dogs, the only one that's going to holler is the one that got hit. Now, before I sit, I got a special love shout-out going out to each and every single female parent who can hear me. I take my hat off to you for doing your job as the baby's mother as well as being baby's fathers and baby's daddies, filling the void where the man didn't live up to his responsibilities. This is dedicated to all the real fathers. You don't get the credit you deserve, but don't change your ways because you'll always be blessed, not according to mine, but according to God's word. Give love to your kids, brothers, your yesterdays, your todays, and your tomorrows. And remember, a wise man is a bigger threat to a devil than a thousand ignorant followers. In peace, 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 peace. <laughs> I want to say this loud and clear. I am a queen, and I don't have anything to fear. Yes, I might have four children. However, nothing about them is a sin. I was never a slut, a hoe, or a whore. 
and I am very proud to, of everything that I had to endure. Even though out of wedlock I bear four children, they came from my own decision. I could have had an abortion, but I believe in life becomes creation. I love all of my babies all the same. This is my life. It's not a game. I am strong. I work hard and long. I give them everything I've ever had, even if I'm not with any of their dads. They will always know that mommy is here because I am me and they have nothing to fear. I am a queen and they are my team. (laughs) From them, my life will always be. My power will always stream. Through my children, they are my greatest extension. The relationships with their fathers lasted more than four years. Years, 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 more than four how, but however, no matter how much you're in somebody's heart, you can't stop anyone from walking out the front door. My mind is set and it is so mature. That's why I will ensure that all my children will have it all because I am a queen and I stand tall for my little team. And I will go to any extreme. So never think having children and no man makes you less of a woman because as long as you are with God, you are blessed truly my woman. I just have to get this off my chest because no matter the situation, I am the best. Not just for me, but for my little team because peacefully and sweetfully, they are my dream. Again, I am a mother, not a slut or a hoe. And this is for all you need to know that my knowledge is my power. You cannot climb my wonderful tower. I hope you hear me loud and clear. I am not shorty or boosting or your dear. I am a strong black mother of four, and they count on me. So this they will be sure, that I am a queen handling business for my team. I am educated, beautiful, and strong. And if you think otherwise, you're dead wrong. I will never stop. And my first novel and my poetry book just dropped. And at that, is all I have to say. And for that, I will stand tall because I soar with my God and I know I will never fall. And that's that piece. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank all of you all for tuning in to another edition of the three-time National Poetry Award-winning POET Radio. All of you all did a phenomenal job. We want to give a big ups to all of our hosts that chimed in with us tonight. Uh, Sister Natalie Shields, Brother Rob, Queen Amina, uh, Misconception, Kylie even kicked in to the show. Uh, We thank you for that, Misconception. I know you were probably spitting on mute. I know you were. Uh, I was but, actually trying to clear a cough. I apologize, y'all. No, it's okay. Okay, no, it's okay. We thank I love you for everybody. The we thank <laughs> you for the attempt anyway. I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Misconception. Go ahead and close this out. Um, we got a play coming up, y'all. If you're in the Chicagoland area, we need your support. This is not something yeah. that we that we are, you know, uh, just saying, hey, y'all, we got something coming up. No, 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 no. This is very important to us. This is our first ever stage play. We need you to be there. We need you to clear your schedule. We need you to clear your calendar. We need you to call some of your girls up, 
some of your guys up, some of your associates up and say, hey, I'm going, I'm going to Chicago November the 28th to be to check out this play. Oh, I'm checking out this play. Do you want to go with me? Share it on your Facebook pages. Invite people out. Hey, look, if you're in Chicago, if you're in the Chicagoland area, I'm going to be here. How many people want to go with me to this stage play? Mm-hmm. So we're asking you to help us market and promote it. We're asking you to be there. We're asking you to invite people out. We're asking you to bring people. Misconception. And absolutely. I got to second that because it's going to be on November 28th, and that's usually a weekend where everybody's got somebody in town from somewhere else. So show them a good time. Bring them out November 28th. He saw the best. You want to come out, get these testimonials, get this outstanding spoken word, stage play, enjoy yourself. If you want to get the tickets, just kind of pin them into it. You can even get them on Eventbrite. You can inbox me. You can inbox Black Ice. Any one of us, you can definitely get the information. We'll get you in line with the tickets, $20 general admission, but you're going to want to eat the food, so you want to get the $30 VIP ticket because I promise you dinner is always off the chain. But make sure that you definitely come out, enjoy that show. He saw the best. Another Black Ice production, but the very first spoken word stage play that Black Ice is bringing us. And uh, we want to definitely enjoy you in the building as well. I'll be in the building, so I want you there too. But again, ladies and gentlemen, you have been tuned into three-time National Poetry Award-winning POET Radio. This is Voices Behind the Pen. We appreciate you for being with us this Monday night. You have been hosted this evening by outstanding CEO and founder of the POET, People of Extraordinary Talent Family, Black Ice. You've also been joined by our sister Natalie Shields, Brother Rod the Poet, Queen Amina. This is Miss Concession. We have truly and thoroughly enjoyed you. And, again, get your tickets, come out November 28th. And any of the other events that you've heard anybody mention, make sure you join us there, too. We love you. We appreciate you. Stay safe. Join the call. Let's make a change. Change to the world. One heart, one mind, one verse at a time. Peace and love. Good night. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.